Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Brewing Faith. We are live. It's Thursday, and it is March 31st. What does that mean? I know somebody might say right now, that means it's the last day of March. That's not what I think. I think it's the day I have to pay my property taxes. That's what I think. But anyway, it's the last day of March. Bishop said, it's snowing and it's the last day of March. But it wouldn't be Wisconsin if we didn't get a little bit of snow on the last day of March. So I looked this morning, I think up in Green Bay, they're supposed to get three or four inches of snow today. So so I'm, I'm thankful we don't have four inches today. But if you're up in Green Bay, you can make a good snowball. Good to have Joe with us this morning, and Bishop, Sister Pearson, in the office with us, and uh, we're going to get into the Word. God is my helper. That song we started with said, I'm still living. Devil, you can try all you want, but I'm still living. I'm still living for God. Why? Because God is my helper. I'm going to read a couple scriptures this morning. Uh, 2 Corinthians Chapter 7, verse number 4, the Apostle Paul says, Great is my boldness of speech toward you. Great is my glorifying of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulation. So the verse 4 starts with, Great is my boldness of speech towards you. My glorifying of you sounds awesome, doesn't it, Joe? Oh, yeah. And then he says, I'm filled with comfort and exceeding joyful. What? In our tribulation, what's up with that? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that last word, tribulation. And then verse five, Paul says, "For when we were come into Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side." Paul says. Now, sometimes we can use words like that, Bishop. Like I had trouble all around me, but we really don't mean it. You know, we might have had a little bit of trouble. But the Bible does not, It's every word is in there on purpose. And every word is in there on purpose. He says we're troubled on every side. He didn't, he was, that was not a figure of speech. That was truth. Paul said we are troubled on every side. Without were fightings. Within were fears. So Paul says we had fear. We had fear. And I want to, I want to this morning talk about fear for a little bit, but that God is our helper in every situation. Paul said we were troubled on every side. There were fightings going on and within we had fear. And then I want to explain a little bit how God is our helper when how Paul could say we're joyful in our tribulation even if there's fighting going on and within we had fear. I'll show you and as we go through the word this morning how God is our helper. I was reading late last night and again uh, some of these stories from the World War II and it's many of uh, Joe, it's many men that fought at Iwo Jima. 
And it's they're just telling little blurbs, little personal stories from different battles that they fought in. And I just read one of these that was uh it just it just it, it spoke something to me. Man by the name of Clinton. This is what he said. And uh it was from a battle I I don't know if I'm saying this right. It's Bougainville. Bougainville. They were fighting the Japanese. November 1st, 1943, B-O-U-G-A-I-N-V-I-L-L. And he says, it's a battle that you don't, this is his words, he said, it's a battle you don't hear much about. And he said, it's a shame because it was a very rugged battle, very difficult landscape, swamps, heat, it was very messy. But this is what he said, he said, we landed on this island and he said, we did not realize how many Japanese were, he said, there were Japanese everywhere. And he said, we were immediately being shelled, being bombarded. He said, they were even in the trees, throwing down, throwing grenades on top of us from the trees. But he said, that he, he he's given a little bit of background about himself, this man named Clinton. He said, uh, he said, my father was not a Christian at all. He said, he was an alcoholic. He said, my mother was French Canadian and Catholic, but my dad didn't approve of being Catholic. So we'd never been in active in church as children, although I'd go to church sometime with my friends when they would go. And he he says, when we arrived, so just giving a background of, of what he was not religious at all, did not grow up that way. And he said, when we landed, he said, there was heavy fire all around us as soon as we landed on this island. He said we, we hadn't even gone, we were still on the beach and hadn't gone very far inland. And he said, suddenly, I found I couldn't move. He said, a wave of fear swept over me and completely immobilized me. He said, I think every man, whoever goes into action, is worried he's going to get into that condition. But here I was. This was me. I didn't know what to do. I literally could not move. I ended up stopping my advance right in the middle of the invasion. In the middle of that battle, I did the only thing I could think of. He said, I dropped to my knees and I asked God for help. There was nobody around me, but I would swear somebody touched me. There was an actual physical presence, just like somebody put his hand on my shoulder and he told me to get up, stand up, go forward, and that he was going to take care of me. Wow. Well, that was all I needed. I stood up, and I led my men in, and we went into that battle, and we cleaned up and went on with the battle. He said, that incident changed my life. I committed myself to serve God for the rest of my life, and I never felt fear in a battle ever again. Wow, quite a story of a man that didn't, I mean, he, he starts the story saying, I don't know anything about God. I didn't, I didn't know anything as a child about God. But when I found myself all alone where I couldn't move, he said, God, I need you to help me. And I, I just, I, I, that story just spoke to me last night. Paul here, he says, I'm going to joy in tribulation. Life can sometimes paralyze us. Have you ever been 
paralyzed by life and situations. I think of another verse in Hebrews chapter 13. Paul says, Let your conversation be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. We can get paralyzed with life and situations. Can I keep going? I'm telling somebody this morning, God will be your helper. I'm encouraging somebody today. God will walk with you. I think of situations, and you can you can insert your story in here this morning. And if, if Bishop, somebody wants to add in this morning, times where you were paralyzed, but God was your helper. Amen. I think of... When we left to evangelize, I mean, I was, as I read this story about this man that was, was, was paralyzed in that moment, I could not move. I think if I got in my, in my truck and trailer for the first time and, uh, we bought a big fifth wheel to pull behind our truck, but I, Joe, I didn't realize that I was going to have to drive that truck. And so <laughs> when I took off, I was scared to death. I think my hands just held onto that steering wheel for about an hour and didn't clutch that steering wheel and didn't move. And uh, there wasn't a word spoken between I and Sister Pearson for probably an hour. And I knew what she was thinking and she knew what I was thinking. What in the world have we done? Am I going to be able to do this? It felt like that trailer was moving us. And, and am, am I really going to do drive this thing all over the country? And God helped us. God is my helper. I remember driving through a big city for the first time. It's interesting. It was El Paso, Texas. We drove through right at rush hour. It was our first big city. And uh, it's funny because El Paso, Texas isn't that big. But I was, it was, I was fearful. Cars all around me, stop and go traffic. But I'm telling you, God is my helper. We evangelized for four years. And in our last year of evangelizing, uh, we could drive through Los Angeles, the mountains. I I wasn't fearful at all because I had my navigator. I mean, my navigator with me, Sister Pearson, and uh, I would just drive, and she'd tell me where to go. But it was only because God helped us. I think of, and somebody might be thinking right now. The first Bible study you ever taught thought, oh, I don't, can I really teach a Bible study? Now, I probably didn't accomplish, Joe, I probably didn't accomplish a whole lot in that Bible study because I was so scared. But God will be your helper. You can teach a Bible study. You can teach two Bible studies. And uh, you know what? Well, you know what will happen after you teach a few Bible studies? You'll get to where you don't need no Bible study chart. You can sit down with somebody. I sat down yesterday with somebody, somebody that's wanting to be baptized in Jesus' name. I didn't need a Bible study chart. I didn't need. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't need a, a, a book to go by. I had the Bible in my hand, and I've taught so many Bible studies. God is my helper. And guess what? As I was describing the Holy Ghost and being baptized in Jesus' name, 
I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost came down in that living room and tears were flowing down. The, the people I was teaching a Bible study to, that's not me, but that's because God is my helper. Somebody might be listening this morning that you've stepped in a pulpit and you've preached. You probably, the first time you ever stepped in a pulpit, you felt like this guy on the, on the, on the, when he was fighting the Japanese. I can't move. Am I going to, I'm going to, I'm going to faint right here as I step into the pulpit. Did you feel that way, Bishop? The first time you stepped into the pulpit? <laughs> He's shaking his head. Yes, probably. It's been so long ago. Uh, but God is my helper. What'd you say, Bishop? You still get that? And that's the truth. Because you know what? I must have the anointing. I must have the help of the Holy Ghost. And we're going to close with that this morning also. But several several stories from the Bible of, of people that needed the help of God, that God is my helper. Nehemiah, when he was rebuilding the walls, that enemy Boy, the enemy came against Nehemiah, didn't they? Said, what are you doing? Sanballat and Tobias, they came against Nehemiah. In fact, they said, what you're doing, Nehemiah, if a fox came along, he'd knock over that wall you're building. Now, that's really insulting, isn't it? I mean, a little fox could knock over. I, I'm building a wall. I'm doing some. Oh, I just want to let you know, if a fox came along, he'd knock over that wall. What did Nehemiah do? Did he let those insults and the and the bad, the enemy coming against him, did he let it stop him? No. He said, God is my helper. And his response was, I'm going to keep building. In fact, I don't even have time to answer you because I've got work to do. And he said, I'm going to put a sword in one hand and I'm going to put a work tool in my other hand and I'm going to keep building. And I also think of Hezekiah. Hezekiah, and and it's interesting because uh, there's all different ways that God can be our helper today. Hezekiah, when they came and brought, hurled those insults against against Hezekiah, in fact, they they brought a letter and said, we're coming for Jerusalem, Hezekiah. And they said, we're going to make you drink your own urine. We're going to make you eat your own waste. Now, that's pretty insulting right there. And think, why is that in the Bible? I think God put that in the Bible to show how ugly that the enemy is. What the enemy really thinks of you. Like, oh, that's disgusting. But you know what? What did Hezekiah do? It looks like Hezekiah was scared. It seems as if Hezekiah was scared. Because he, 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 he was like, he, it feels like when you read it, it's like Hezekiah didn't know what to do. But you know what Hezekiah did? He said, I'm going to take this letter and I'm going to go to the house of God. And I'm going to lay it out before God because God is my helper. God is our helper today. I want to close with Romans chapter 5. Bishop, go ahead. Bishop's got a word to say and then we'll read Romans chapter 5 before we close. I had an awesome thing happen this morning. I got a phone call from Canada, Prince Edward Island. And uh, Pastor, you'll remember uh, Sister Sue. Sister Sue? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a couple, an older couple that we got acquainted with on the island. And uh, she was a tough old lady. I mean, she is a tough lady. But she had cancer real bad. Canadian 
Healthcare is not the greatest. She waited for, I don't know, two, three years for a surgery. I got a call this morning from Brother Doherty. Sue is cancer-free. And her hip that was having all kind of trouble, they couldn't fix it, couldn't, it just, just terrible. Her, her hip is, is healing. And she said, I want you to call Brother Pearson and let him know what's going on in my life. That's awesome. And she Thank told you, Brother Jesus. Doherty, I'm going to be in church Sunday. He said, well, you better wait till next Sunday. And uh, she said, okay. And as he was leaving, she said, I may see you Sunday. She's a tough Amen. lady, but God has helped her. And they were baptized out of the Canadian church in our little church in Prince Edward wow. Island. God is my Ever helper. Help in a He's time a, of trouble. Yes. Amen. Wow, what a beautiful story. I'm not going to be paralyzed with fear what is going on in our world, but I'm going to let God be my helper. I want to close with Romans chapter 5 and verse number 1. He says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory, Joe, we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. I wanted to close with, we go through things, but that's why we need the Holy Ghost. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. How is God going to be my helper today? By allowing the Holy Ghost to work with me and through me. I can't do this on my, by myself. I don't have the power within me. But the Holy Ghost is going to help me through trials, through tribulations. It's go, the Holy Ghost is going to help me to walk right and walk upright, and walk with my head up, and thank God that He walks with me every day. God is my helper today. I want to close with this. I just heard this song this morning, and I I just thought, you know, I love this, that it talks about a miracle can happen. Allow God to work a miracle in your life. Allow God to work miracles in your trials and tribulations that you go through. Why? Because He's a miracle worker, and He is our helper today. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Jesus' name.